This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, welcome to the KBJ Aperture Podcast. Virginia is a witch and she farts in her chair. Jason is a spaz who's got an old man's ass. Welcome to the After the Show Podcast. Hello and welcome to the KBJ After the Show Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Hello, Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Hello. Happy little Wednesday here. Got uh, lots of emails. Thank y'all for sending them in. Whatever you want to hear, whatever you want to talk about, y'all let us know. That's what this is all about here. Got uh, some people want to chat about uh, Virginia's website that uh, we were on a little bit yesterday, including Daisy. And she said, uh, yeah, I Googled big nose, cute toes every way possible, and I cannot find that site. It's witchnosecutetoes.com. Okay, witchnose. CuteToes.com. We are, we're having a bit of a branding issue, Coach. Uh, a lot of people don't know what the fuck Virginia's talking about, so they can't find the website. We do have to kind of think about this, Virginia. <laughs> yeah, it is a, a struggle for people, and apparently the uh, Google, your search engine optimization is maybe not all the way there, so oh. we need to work on that. Let me speak to 2060 Digital then. Okay. I will... Uh, I. I was telling Virginia, and we don't have to get into the details right now, but she knows exactly what I'm talking about. I think I got a couple ideas to take this straight to the middle. <laughs> I love That's your big. ideas. It's big. I would love to collab with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, uh, Virginia has posted up this site. She's uh, dabbled with uh, the concept of OnlyFans for a while, and now she's got pictures of her feet. One close-up of her nose, that would be the witch nose, cute toes. And then she talked about a photo yesterday where she posted her dirty feet in the mirror, and she's sitting there on the floor, and she's wearing kind of a dress, but she don't have any drawers on. They're laying right beside her on the floor. And then you kind of, you might hit your head on your screen because you're kind of looking up the dress going, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) She's taking you to... She's not taking a Clitty City, but she's just letting you know. Clitty City. She's letting you know. So Daisy was asking, is Virginia doing this as she needs to make more money, or does she want the notoriety? Does she need a pay raise? What is the motivation for doing this? Sometimes she just likes to do weird shit. Uh Uh-oh, and she's talking about herself in third person. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yeah, this this is all ego. 
This ain't about the financial right now. <laughs> That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's about that witch's ego. Uh-huh. I do like people to go, what the fuck is she doing? Okay. You, yeah, that they are. That makes me happy. I, I, I giggle inside when people around me go, what the fuck did she just do? Yeah. Well, they, they are. They're doing it. I just yeah, love it. Nailing it. Yeah, you know, who knows? I mean, you know, she's, she's. I'm amusing myself. She is a trailblazer. Well, she is putting up content. Mm-hmm. I am. On that weird, shady ass looking website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Virginia's been doing this for a while. She uh, reminded me yesterday about the time that she got into the fake nipple game. And you said that Kim Kardashian's kind of stolen your act 20 years later. She's putting. I guess nipple implants in her skims. Yeah, she just came out with this whole line of, you know, it's it's the slimming uh, shapewear that you wear under your clothes. Skims mm. is is her brand. Okay, and she's added fake nipples to the top part, so it looks like your nipples are always hard. I thought that happened before. I know, right? It's not new. This can't T- be, yeah. TikTok got you thinking all this shit's new, and we've had nipples God, on swear bras before. Yeah, you're right. I'm with you. I, th- I could have swore I've seen that a million times. Not on shapewear. Dog, huh. I'm just saying, we. it's all been done. <laughs> Kim and TikTok. I, I still have my fake nipples. I, uh, I loaned them to my sister at Mardi Gras. Sister. And she was having a lot of fun. Oh, yeah? Okay. They do get some attention. Yeah. No, well, yeah. Really, yeah. Perky nipples, yeah. People are going to look at them. Yeah. Something else that uh, kind of made me uncomfortable. There's uh, this lady from Miami named Anna Navarro. And uh, she's on this TV show called The View. That um, When I wake up in the morning, I watch news, just see what's going on in the world, and so I have it on ABC, and then sometimes when I go home, I turn the TV on, the view comes on, I'm like, oh my God, get that off my TV. God, that fucking show. Oh, it's rough. But every now and then, you know, something will happen, I'm kind of tied up, and I can't get to it right away, and I got to hear like five minutes of their conversations. And so this girl, she she's from Miami, I think she's Cuban, but she's, you know, there, she's the... Fake Republican? No, I don't think I so. I think she came in as a, like... "Quote unquote Republican," but then that's what people always say online. Like she came in as the Republican, but she goes in there and doesn't say Republican things. Oh, well, I never. But from what she says, I would never think her to be Republican. She, she doesn't say usually Republican things, but they, I think they toted her as uh, a a conservative balance. in the beginning of the show. Panel. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. someone will let you know very quickly if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure in the beginning that's how they angled her in. Okay, she's from Nicaragua. Uh Nicaragua. Okay. All right. Yeah, she's supposed to, I guess, speak for all Latinas, I guess, is whatever it is. But uh, she was talking about um, how she was at the Maluma concert in Miami on Saturday. Okay. I bet you a lot of people were there. Well, yeah. I mean, we saw photos. Some of our uh, listeners were sending us that uh, Lionel Messi was there. He's friends with uh, Maluma. So, yeah, I think anybody who was anybody in the Hispanic community was at that show on Saturday night. And so she wrote on Instagram, tell me if this doesn't sound like something Virginia would post up, Bird. Good Lord, that boy Maluma is sexy. He's young enough to be my son, which might explain why I'd like to breastfeed him. What? What? Was she hitting the wine? I don't know. I'm like, wait, what? What the fuck is that? That is the words of a woman going through menopause who's just lost her mind. No, Girl, no. I see you. No, because she don't give anybody a break on her end. Anytime someone makes a mistake, she's like, off with his head. 
usually. So I'd like to breastfeed him. If it, I'm, I'm telling you right now, if a dude said that, it, that would be on the view, and they would have an hour long interruptive all sanctimonious man, man bashing yes. session. Cancel him. He's terrible. He's toxic. Right. I'm not offended, but you got to call it both ways. Is all I'm saying. I'd like to breastfeed him. <laughs> And I don't know what is going on with this girl, but she needs some action. Apparently, her husband was home sick with the flu on this night, so he couldn't be with her. And I don't know, maybe he's been sick and down and out in a while. This girl needs some because earlier in the night, she went to a Make-A-Wish gala and Sting was there. So, I mean, all kinds of big stuff happened Saturday night in Miami. Yeah, this girl is busy. So before she got to Maluma and creeped, on Instagram about him, she said about Sting, he is the sexiest 72-year-old you've ever seen or heard. He is magic. Tonight, I'm taking a melatonin and not waking up for 12 hours. Buenas noches. Again, the the, the, the first dude she was talking about, he's an adult, right? Maluma, yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't care if y'all say that stuff. I don't get offended by that stuff. I care about... How they would be, that whole show, if this was the other way around, it would be a fucking man-bashing session. That's what. That's the, the part that's funny about it. Mm-hmm. So, I, people are going to say stupid shit when there's a microphone in front of you. Maluma is 29, Anna Navarro's 51. I mean, at that point, I'm not offended by it. No, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. And she He's annoys legal. me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I don't know that Anna Navarro. She needs some action because she must have been very horny on Saturday night. <laughs> it's a statement where you go, "What the fuck?" What well, she was putting herself in situations where she had these hot men that she obviously enjoys their music, oh, and yeah. that'll get a lady worked up too. You know, if he looks good and he's talented at singing and all that, like that, that just look that the, moves us. The reason why it's got some traction is because. The View calls out a lot of people, and they call people out about their bad behavior mm-hmm. and their toxic stuff yeah. and how men are terrible. And she's doing the same shit she calls people out on. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, ultimately, we're just like, all right, it's a weird I, comment, I, but okay. I laugh whatever. at shit like that. Yeah. But don't make all men, because not all men are monsters, and not all women are monsters. We we need each other. Right. That's what the, the media wants, a gender war. Oh, I work with one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here saying we fucking need each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've got some late in life, late in life lesbian friends that would disagree with you. Well, just because they're <laughs> lesbians doesn't mean they hate men. They want to take down men. Ooh. Well, then that's that's got nothing to do with being a lesbian. It's got to do with being unhinged and distorted with your own reality <laughs> towards one group of people. Mm-hmm. Your circumstances define your reality. Okay. You sound when you say you sound like a serial killer. <laughs> That's what like the Unabomber would say. <laughs> circumstances define your reality. <laughs> uh, Miami is going to be uh, pretty interesting again tonight. You got the third Republican presidential candidate going on at the Adrian Arsh Center, and eleven miles away, Donald Trump is doing his own rally at Ted Hendricks Stadium at Henry Millinder Park in Hialeah. So it's going to be just all kinds of crazy going on. Isn't there a trial going on, too? Yeah, he's but he's not there. His daughter's uh, appearing on that today. Yeah, he's been doing that in New York. So he, I guess she's tag-teaming in, so they're going to grill her today. 
Ivanka, and then he's going to come down to South Florida and do his rally tonight. That is a lot going on. Yeah, there's just, I mean, uh, Miami is just, wow, staging a lot of very interesting things. So uh, we shall see. I'm going to be there on Saturday and Sunday going down there doing this uh, Country Bay uh, Music Festival. Country Kev. Country yeah. Bay. Get them shit kickers on. So yeah. Is this Monday the day you're taking off? The yeah. 13th? Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, because it's... Um, the headliner is not until I think nine thirty-five Sunday night. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So my wife uh, is all about going, and so she wants to check it out. Uh, there's this girl, Lainey Wilson, who's uh, kind of a big country act. She's in fact going to be on the CMAs tonight. Yes, I saw yeah, that. I had that in my dirt. Yeah, she's the most nominated artist uh, at this year's CMAs, and she'll be there performing on Saturday. So. Be uh, hitting up Miami on Saturday and Sunday. Are you dressing up in some country? Clothing, I don't shit, kicking, calf. No. Oh, that's what's, that's fun, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'm gonna I'll, do it. I'm not even going. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I'll look at the weather and see how uh, warm it's going to be. But I'll probably just be in jeans and a t-shirt. Probably be what I. But the queen. Oh my gosh, she is all. She's ready to go. One of the uh, performers. He was a quarterback in college, and so she's got a jersey of his that she's going to be wearing. Oh. You ought to go. It's yeah. clit black. Clit black. Clit black. It was a black clit. Clit black. Uh, Instead of Clint black. Yeah, that could be. That could be problematic. That could be problematic in many different ways. We had that name back in the clit black. It was a country name we had on the show. Clit black. Yes, we talked about clit black on. We were making up country names. Clit black. Clint black. It's got nothing to do with race. It's the name of the artist. Yeah. I don't think I'll dress as that. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, going down. Y'all are going down on Saturday and Sunday, or just Sunday? Yeah, I think what we're going to do, we're going to do uh, Saturday and Sunday because nice. uh, we had we had look, we were going to stay down there, and um, it's going to be at Miami Marine Stadium. Uh, I don't know if you're have you ever seen that Miami Marine Stadium? No, I think they're going to be refurbishing it. So I don't know. It's kind of dumpy right now, but where is it? It is uh, right out there in uh, Biscayne Bay. You kind of uh, draw, you, you drive out a little bit. And it's um, I mean, last I, I saw it, I mean, I haven't really been out there for a very long time, but it was kind of run down. So it'll be interesting to see how it looks. I know they've talked about refurbishing it, so I'm hoping that we're not in something that's going to just fall right into the ocean, but. Um, yeah, that's uh, where it's going to be. It's down there by Brickle. So we were looking to stay in Brickle. Freaking a room in Brickle. Cheap as you can get is $400. Yeah, it's high season right now, boo. Yeah, that's it was like one four, night? Yeah, one night. It was like four to $900 anywhere. Yeah. And some of the other just standard ones were like 600 And we're like, you know what? It's just going to be better. We'll just bright line down and bright line back. And we're going to stay at Caitlin's because uh, she's working right now. Okay. So she's not even staying at her apartment in Lauderdale. So we'll go down all the way to Miami. Uh, on Saturday, and then we'll go back to Lauderdale to spend the night Saturday, and then we'll go back down on Sunday, and then come all the way back Sunday night. Gotcha. Yeah, but we won't be back till late. Yeah, those prices on hotels are insane right now. Yeah, it's freaking crazy. Right? I was looking for a friend, and I was like, "What?" Even shitty hotels are a lot of money right now. He is correct. Mm-hmm. I'd even say shitty, shitty places. Shitty places in Palm Beach County are going for 300 400 a night. Shitty places. Even if you're staying at Motel Murder, they're like, all right, yeah, that's an extra 100 Yeah. It's the way it is, man. No. I mean, South Florida, it's uh, it, it's changing. It's uh, pretty crazy. I will say my uh, power bill is a little bit lower. I know it's been cooler out, so I know that, that has something to do with it, but it did. It went down a lot. I just feel like... 
something weird happened this year with all with bills and heat and all that. It went down though finally. Okay, good. that's good. It, it is good. Is yours going down? Yeah, I feel like mine never went up as high as yours, though. It was mine weird. stayed consistently like right around like I don't know two eighty. Don't you hate that when you're going through something and your friend does not support you but go, no, it's been going great for me. <laughs> <laughs> yep, oh god. What do you want me to do? Lie to yep. you? Yep. Misery <laughs> loves company. See, I bird. It's fucking. It's terrible out there. Oh, it's been awful. We're Bert. all feeling it, bird. <laughs> yeah. All feeling the pinch. Right there with you, brother. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, people are uh, looking for the relief and uh, there are some societal ills that uh, need to be corrected. I think this is uh, Grant that sent us this. He said, what does the KBJ show think about the craziness going on downtown? And it's, yeah, just right there. I think that's right by the uh, West Palm Beach waterfront, but it's a uh, homeless dude just taking a duke. Yeah. Right yeah, there. Grant sent me that picture, too. I was yeah, like, wow. Up, it's not showing any face or anything like that, but, yeah, it's a dude just squatting it and just, That's yeah. crazy. I expect it there, though, not at Disney. You know what I mean? He's right. Yeah, yeah, but still, you know, ultimately it, it is a problem when you've got human turds all over, you know, your downtown area. And, and right there, if you're not familiar with downtown West Palm, it's right on the intercoastal, and it's a beautiful area. They do have a lot of homeless people that kind of camp out there. And like any town in South Florida, it's, you know, something that we're dealing with. You've got uh, the the homeless issue, and it's for them, and it's for us. It's for everybody else. It's not good for anybody. No, you know? it's really not. It's not good for anybody. So, you know, and it is it is just really tough uh, because, you know, I saw this uh, right here in Palm Beach County where that photo was taken. It is one of the most unaffordable places to live in all of America. It said that uh, more than half of all local renters are cost burdened, meaning that they pay more than 30% of their monthly income on housing. Roughly one in three residents is shelling out more than half of their income on housing. 33% of us spend more than half of what we make just to have a place to live. Yeah. Yeah. And they said the income and housing issues are even worse for black and Latino residents. So, you know, it's, it's a real struggle. Now, they do realize this, and thankfully some things are happening. I did see that they have a new townhouse community that is intended to help families experiencing homelessness amid the housing crisis that uh, is drawing closer to reality in Palm Beach County. It's going to be an 18-townhome rental development 
that is going to be on Henrietta Avenue in downtown West Palm Beach. In 2035. <laughs> they're going to start construction around the fall of 2024. So about a year from now, they're going to start construction. So oh. hopefully they so get if you're absolutely dying right now yeah. and you can't hold it together, now you have to wait two years. Right now, you're, yeah. if you are that person, you're saying, fuck you, Kevin. Yeah, fuck you, Kevin. Yeah. They, you they, and your house, and he's getting a tattoo of his own house. You and your positive story. I know. <laughs> he has a house. He's gloating yeah. about it with his tats. Yeah, we, we could use it a lot faster than that. But, yeah, I, I really, you know, for me personally, I just feel like we need to step up a little bit more help for some people. I think that we always just have, with a lot of homeless people, you know, we just try to ignore them or pretend like it's not a problem. But, you know, it, it's a big issue. They need some help. They need a place to live. They need to try to get back on their feet. A lot of them need mental health issues. A lot of them got drug issues. They got to try to take care of, and we, you know, should hopefully put together centers that can try to correct that. Ultimately, if we could really take a massive dent out of our homeless problem that we have, wouldn't everybody be happier? Homeless people be happier. We'd all like it better. Of course, I just think cities to be cleaner. There's just so many things that I think have to happen for all. I mean, and mm-hmm. I obviously, I, we all agree with yeah. that. We, we want all the help, but you know, it's not that easy. It, it, you have to pay the people to help out. And then a lot of times, the the pay is shit, and you know, you have to attract people to. That's why it, it I, sucks. I think the first step is you got to prioritize it as a community. And you got to go out and you got to pay those things and realize the services that are needed. It's mental health, it's drug rehabilitation, and it's housing. And then also trying to get people back on their feet and employed. I mean, how great is that? If you can take somebody that's homeless and get them a place to stay and then get them a job. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, political Kev. <laughs> Mayor Hare. Mayor Hare. I, I yeah. see you working. You making that, making that move? That would be, one th- that would be, uh, that would be high on my agenda. Because I know, man, we're always talking about that. Then you could pair with me. We could do a, a pizza promotion. Okay, I'd yeah. Go out, I, Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I'd say do that. It makes people happy, right? Well, you feed homeless pizza. Uh, no doubt. You, you have a home or not. I'd be out like there, pizza. yeah. Yeah, it'd be, be high on my agenda if I ever uh, did something like that. Uh, Jamie had said, yeah, I just wanted to uh, let you know, me and my family, longtime listeners, love y'all dearly. Um, unfortunately, my mom... Also a longtime listener, tragically lost her life to an accidental fentanyl overdose. It was on my birthday this last year. What? Valerie Savage. Yeah, she followed y'all religiously, and I love you could possibly spread awareness of this epidemic. For a longtime listener, lost tragically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I, sorry I, we, to hear that. Yeah, we hear a lot about it, and it's that's why, to me, we got to prioritize this stuff, because it is taking away KBJ Nationers. Well, you're, you're in our thoughts. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Damn. Omar from Miami said, hey, I just want to contact you guys about a show on Hulu. It's called Frogging, P-H-R-O-G-G-I-N-G, Hider in My House. That sounds like a sex move. Frogging, Hider (laughs) in My House. Show me on Suits. It's a bunch of episodes about people finding out people were hiding somewhere in their home. The stories are wild, and I think Jaber would love it. I would love it. If that's based in some real shit and they're doing, it's, yeah. a, it's not scripted stuff, I would love to see that. Stories are creepy and scary. One thing that's uh, noticed in most of the stories, these people are clueless on signs telling uh, to check things out or to call the police. They would wait forever and having stuff moved or taken from them to call the cops. You guys got to check it out. There's a very good chance someone's been in my house since July. Frogging hider in my house. Yeah, you know. your brother's been your roommate. He's not there. I, I, he's, he's gone. So you think you have somebody else there? Oh, I'm making jokes over oh. here, motherfucker. I'm singing for my supper. <laughs> you know my friend, literal Larry? Well, I thought you, you, thought you had somebody in your house. <laughs> I'm making, making jokes. I'm, I'm discombobulated. I'm always so, oh, yeah, it was never, wow. 
You had to explain it. It sucked. Oh. <laughs> uh, Michael, talking about robot CEOs. And, yeah, as we try to figure out how we're. Robot CEOs. Good Lord, yeah. I mean, we're talking about how we need to get people a living wage and people are working two or three jobs. And now all of a sudden we got robots taking all of them. Like, what the hell are we going to well, do, man? What's the goal? To make things quicker and more efficient and then have them take everything from us and then they rule the land? Is, no, that, is that the goal? Yeah, we just got we got so <laughs> many societal problems right now. We, we can't keep up with all the problems that we're creating for ourselves and we don't have the answers and we're moving too slow to solve them. And this is going to be another one, man. He said, you mentioned robots being a part of everyday life in the regular show today. Did you see that uh, Dictador, a rum and spirits producer, uh, presented their new CEO yesterday? It's a robot named Mika. I saw it on Fox News Business. Um, Hanson Robotics played a key role in employing Mika at Dictador emphasizing the importance of humanizing artificial intelligence. Um, yeah, it's forget about it, y'all. Says I feel very strongly that we need to teach AI to care about people for AI to be really safe, to be really really good. I think humanizing it's a very important direction that we need to take. They want to humanize the robots? Yeah, I guess because they want it to sympathize with <laughs> us so that it doesn't turn on us, I would assume. With every good comes with the polar opposite of evil, and you're going to get some evil motherfuckers that are wrong. I'm telling you, Rod Sterling tried to warn us in Twilight Zone. We're making them too clever to the point where they're listening. <laughs> That is crazy. I'm just saying we we're, we are we think we know what we want. Oh, it's making oh we're getting our our internet quicker and our, our programming and our entertainment and all that. Eventually, they're going to eclipse us, Virginia. And then what? Oh, everything's more efficient. That's hmm. great. I mean, how would that be to have your boss is a robot? I tell you what, that food poisoning excuse ain't going to cut it no more. Don't compute. Oh, they won't even talk like that. They'll talk better English than you do. And definitely me. The argument is that we need to be nice as humans to all things that think. Okay. I love that Kumbaya email. That would be great. But in the battle and the uh -huh. argument that came from the interview was one guy said, no, ro robots don't need respect because they're just machines. And so that's the fight of... Are they just machines and you don't have to be nice to them? Or no, the fact that they're computing and thinking, don't be a dick to anything that can think and has any kind of power or control. The fact that we're having that conversation right now. That would be the debate. It's proving my point. Why would you be a dick to a freaking computer, man? Don't do it. It's so nice. It's, it's, right. it's, it's sentient. It's good feelings. That's where we're going. You're freaking me out. Dude, it's freaking... You should be... About time. Welcome to the fucking dance, to Nikki. <laughs> Good Lord, man. They'll teach you about this on TikTok or Real Housewives, do they? Robot boss. What? <laughs> Suits and days were showing me. One of the, a robot said what it just built. And it's massive. <laughs> if it wanted to go the other way and fuck you up, it could fuck you up and your family and the, your next door neighbor. It's, yeah. it's so strong and big looking. Oh, yeah. No, they, they don't play. And, you know, like I you know briefly referenced yesterday, a lot of times our progressions in technology happen during times of war. And unfortunately, we got a little bit of that going on. Israel's very good with their technology. And I think what they're having to do over there, their mission in Gaza, 
because uh, they're trying to minimize the loss of at least their life. And they're sending those robot dogs in there. And I think that'll be the future of warfare very quickly. You are going to see most of these soldiers doing the dirty work for stuff like that. Because a lot of it has turned into the urban warfare that we didn't do very well in places like Fallujah and Afghanistan. Iraq was a nightmare going door to door. You, instead of risking human lives to do those very dangerous missions where people pop out of closets and start shooting... You'll just be sending robots in there, Virginia. You're, robot dogs, robots, and take people out. We're going to get to a point, just my opinion, of course. Five fuck, years, that's going to be what, warfare. What do I know? But we're going to get to a point where human rights and robot rights are going to start being one Gosh, and the same. What's, what's to stop somebody from hacking into one of these robot dogs? Exactly. And making it go in like the Gardens Mall and start shooting people? Exactly. Can't really hack a human, well, can you? I think what the I think what the fight would be is the ultimate F you in battle would be if somebody did have these machines and you did have a couple of humans that were running them, whoever's smarter and if you could hack them and turn them on their creators, that would be the way that you would turn a battle pretty fast. But well, here's what I, what I don't understand is the people that get mad at people like myself going, dinosaur, what could really could go wrong? No, you're just fear. You're just putting fear out there. These are legit things to ask yeah. about and, and be concerned about. Yeah, no doubt. I'm not trying. I'm really not. I'm not trying to scare people. No. I'm just saying we are heading to a time where robot and human rights are going to be. It's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be a crossroad. What we do is banter here. Yeah, this isn't anything today where you got to freak out and no. lose your mind. But yeah, it's, I'm just a fucking goofy guy on the radio with an opinion. Does it make me right? Just makes me me. It's interesting where this could be going. I, it's just I I do see how humans act about all kinds of things. I eat toilet peep toilet paper. I don't know if we're going to be able to handle robots, man. Yeah. Shooting robot dogs. I just nah. I don't think that was going to sit well. <laughs> when robots yeah. start taking everyone's job, and I'm just like, oh fuck, we got we, yeah, everything's more efficient because they're doing everything and they. Eliminated they, us. They are now in charge. They got the AI DJs already. <laughs> already. Uh, maybe I'm crazy. Uh, Christina said, uh, you guys are talking about ghost kitchens, and I came across one on Uber Eats uh, before the pandemic. One late night, my friend was over after the bar and ordered the most amazing empanadas to my house. I Googled the restaurant, named sometime later, and I couldn't find any information. I thought as I was living in Queens at the time, it was someone's abuela that was running a makeshift empanada factory out of her basement. I then learned that they were actually made by the pizza place on my block. They did this because they have amazing empanadas, but nobody goes to a pizza restaurant expecting to order empanadas. Their brand was too well known for one thing, so when they were trying to expand their business, their pizza reputation was hurting the empanada sales. So another reason to do the ghost kitchen thing with the branding, yeah. To me, this is not tricky, but just a smart way to expand their sales without diluting their pizza brand. Okay, I'm, I'm cool with that. I know you don't like it, but I think it's smart. Yeah. Nope, it's lying, and robots are going to kill us. <laughs> what do you think about uh, this latest advancement in ketchup? Heinz is releasing a pickle ketchup next year. Okay, here's my thing. Yeah. Love pickle, love ketchup. They go great together. Ketchup's made some mistakes in the past, and I'm, I don't, I don't want to throw the baggage of yesterday into the future here, but I've got, I'm a little skeptical. Okay. I'm hoping. Now, they did some great stuff with some honey or some syrup type of sweet ketchup that okay. I think would disgust Virginia. That's really repulsive. Syrup ketchup is next level. Uh mm. 
but I'm curious, and I will definitely try it. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a catch-up with the added flavor of pickles, and they said they came up with this because 73% of Americans enjoy the taste of pickles. I do like me a pickle. I like a good hamburger pickle or a dill pickle. I'm in. You in for pickles, Virginia? I do like pickles. I don't like ketchup. Do not okay. like sweet pickles. You give me sweet pickles, I don't turn so sweet. I like sweet pickles. I like dill pickles. Like, I like spicy pickles. You like relish? I love sweet, but I like sweet relish. I like sweet relish on a hot dog. Without the red thingies in it. I'll eat the red thingies. Is is the red thingies pepper? Probably. Fuck that. (laughs) You're the worst Italian ever. (laughs) Hashtag not my relish. Hashtag not my Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Said my mom. (laughs) Virginia, how do you feel about candied bacon? Love it. I've had it. I think it's delicious. I just don't want it to be too sweet. Some of them that I've had, they just put too much sugar on it. There needs to still be a balance between that savory and that sweet. Yeah. I stand with the witch on that. Yeah, okay. I, I agree on both ends. I, I don't think it should be a bully on the salt or the sweet. It should be That should be a, a very nice balance. I was at a uh, Bob Evans in uh, Logan, Ohio, my hometown with my dad. And, I know uh, what Bob Evans are talking because I went in there. Yeah, right. So we're in that Bob <laughs> Evans. Uh, it's a big breakfast restaurant up there in Ohio. And um, so I'm like, hey, can we get, um, you know, some like uh, candy bacon? She just kind of looked at me all like, I'm like, you know, just a little like like sweet glaze kind of thing. So she brought back a bowl of uh, bacon and it was like cereal. She put so much syrup in it. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was so gnarly. It's got to be balanced properly. Yeah, and it, I would say 60 40. Savory 60. It was rough. Sweet 40. You it just was rough. You need yeah. it to be more savory. You do. You got to get it right. Uh, I'll tell you, Twin Peaks has a, it's, I think, called Millionaire's Bacon, something like that. It's pretty good. I'll uh, do that. And. What do you think about this? Hardee's is now doing a candied bacon. Would you buy Hardee's candied bacon? I got not enough shitty things to say about Hardee's. <laughs> really? I am not a Hardee's lover, man. I, really? I th- and I know you say so you have a feeling they're not going to do it right. Look, when I was up at Chipola back, I, I ate at Hardee's all the time, and I... I thought it was terrible then. Then I tried Hardee's again. I want to give another shot. Hardee's fucking sucks, man. Yeah? Wow. Okay. It does. Okay. I don't know. Maybe the chat room. Am I off on Hardee's? Do we be Hardee's lovers? Have you ever? You probably never had Hardee's, have you? It's been forever. If I have, you're you're going back twenty, thirty years. If I ever had it. Yeah, I had it back in the day. We had a Hardee's in Louisiana. And they try to say it's almost the same as Carl's Jr. And I'm going to go, Carl's Jr. is better. It's the same company, I think. But they, they try. Yeah. I, I've done research on it. Or they Some people try to say it's almost sort of the same menu, uh-huh. but it's not, like they're cousins. I think they are, yeah. it's you know One is uh, the Carl's Jr. is out west. The Hardee's is what they do on the east. For the most part. A lot of people are saying Hardy's is gross in the chat room. Only person saying they like it is Metal Beard Dick. And yeah. Yeah. No, you, okay. Nobody's buying his no, he, food he, reviews. Wrong again. Metal uh, Beard. Virginia, you buying this Kahlua scented perfume. Ooh. It, it's the Espresso Martini's 40th birthday this year. So I hope you're going to oh, celebrate. I had one last night. Can I put Kahlua on your neck? Can I video this for WishNoseCuteToes.com? Oh, boy, Birdsey, you're in it. Let's do this. Now you're in it. (laughs) Oh, I I think... I think regardless, I'm going to be in this. Kevin, you're filming it. You're not out of this either. No, I, I, I think Bird's jumping on this website. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the dark side. 
It is supposed to smell like an espresso martini, vodka, Kahlua, and coffee. And if you really want it, you can get it at imaginaryauthors.com for $105 a bottle. That seems kind of pricey for a... I agree. That's ridiculous. Perfume. That's so ridiculous. Especially for just like a a fad perfume. It's not even an established brand. Yeah. No, I wouldn't wouldn't be uh, buying on that. Uh, Jason sent an email. I said, I was listening to the podcast recently, and Kevin mentioned a place in Stewart called Sip Tequila. I don't live there, but if you make it there on a Sunday, there's a great green market in Flagler Park that goes from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. There's also a live concert nearby right on the water next to a restaurant called The Boathouse. Oh, yeah, I heard of that from 1 to 4 p.m. It's totally free. Hope you can oh. check it out. Thank you very much for that, Jason. Yeah, somebody said the boathouse is a place we need to go check out to do a live show. I've never been in there. Ooh. I think uh, maybe I had uh, checked it out when we were talking about doing kind of those things in restaurants. So, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a place I've at least uh, checked out online. And it looks very nice. It looks very cool. I'd love to get there. No doubt I need to. Got an email from Peyton. And he said, hey, I manage the inside sales and corporate gifting at Sip Tequila, and I'm a huge fan of the show. No way. Yeah. So we'd love to uh, send you all a little care package. Hell yeah. And if you ever find yourselves in Stewart, we'd love to uh, host you for a tasting, and I promise we won't get you too effed up. Well, then we're not coming. Yeah, Yeah, all right. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, we'll definitely have to check that out. Thank you very much. Peyton for that. Let me see. Got uh, some other interesting uh, emails here. Boy, going uh, back in the day, we already had a nostalgia shot uh, earlier in the regular show. You can go back and check out a Virginia in a All-American flag bikini on stage at the Meyer Amphitheater back in 2010, 13 years ago. I was Meathead Kev at the time. (laughs) You were thick. I was thin. Yeah. (laughs) Now we've switched. No. I just got (laughs) thin. Like I used to be. I got this uh, photo from Ann. She said... Kev, you were the DJ for my 40th part, or maybe it was, four, it says 40th, what? that can't be right though, uh, at Bomb Group. This is 24 years ago. You were the DJ? Well, maybe you could, I mean, she could have been 40. She could have want that young Ralston DJ in that shit. That's in, my, in my picture, my 33-year-old daughter, Molly, and her friend Jocelyn. Uh, that's the photo. Look at me. I was. Oh, is that right after you killed one of the people at the party? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Where's the body at? That guy definitely does oh weird stuff to the body after he kills you. Oh he does weird stuff with your butt. That's one of the Run, most girls. It's one of the most horrifying pictures I've ever seen. <laughs> The fuck's going on with your eyes? Why didn't you show the axe in the picture? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Fuck! The girls look so scared. Like, do we like, have to take a photo with that guy? On the other side of the frame. Well, maybe we don't want to stand oh by him. Oh my god! No, filmmakers do it. Holy shit! Filmmakers. Holy murder! Holy yeah. murder! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, thank you for all the uh, fun little flashbacks. Yeah, these pictures are awesome. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you can always send them in to us, mail at kbjshow.com, M-A-I-L at kbjshow.com. You all have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.